I asked you to do so, how would you make the case for your own nursing expertise, experience, and all-around awesomeness? Do you know how to brand yourself and elucidate what makes you amazing? Let's talk about branding and making the case for your nursing expertise right here on episode 169 of The Nurse Keith Show. Hello and welcome to The Nurse Keith Show. I'm grateful that you're here listening right now, whether it's your first time tuning in or you've been hanging out with me for months or years. Thanks for being part of the growing Nurse Keith Nation. This podcast is, as always, all about you and your nursing career, and I'm here to share education, inspiration, and ideas that can get you moving in a positive and inspired direction. Speaking of podcasts, have you checked out my newest podcast, Mastering Nursing? That's right, it's a new interview-style podcast focusing on the nursing profession and your career, and you can check us out at nursingdegreedatabase.com forward slash podcast, and you'll get even more of me plus some amazing guests. And if you want to see the show notes for this episode, just head on over to nursekeith.com forward slash episode 169. That's nursekeith.com forward slash the word episode and the number 169. Anyway, I am thrilled you're here, so let's hop into the studio and dig right into today's topic. Back on July 30th, 2018, I published a blog post over on Digital Doorway, and it was titled Making the Case for Your Nursing Expertise. And I was talking a lot about job interviews and what I called high-stakes career-related interactions, and that within those interactions, it is your responsibility, really, to make the case for why you're an amazing nurse and why you're a great fit for an organization you're applying to or a position for which you're applying. How do you make the case for who you are, what you bring to the table, and why you are so incredible? First, I must say, some of you listening are probably saying to yourself, well, Keith, I'm not that incredible. I'm just not that amazing or awesome. So I don't know how to make the case. And I'll say to you, dear listener, that you are awesome. There's always something awesome about every applicant, about every person out there in the marketplace. They just have to identify what it is. And you need to identify what it is about you that makes you amazing? What makes you stand out? Because when you are out there applying for jobs, trying to find work, trying to find a new position, or working on finding a position with a new employer, you need to be able to make the case. And that's what this episode is all about. I have talked about personal and professional branding here on the show before, and I'll continue to talk about it because it's important and it feels like A lot of nurses out there don't understand why they have a personal brand, and then once they figure out they do, they don't know what to do with that brand. And in the context of you representing your brand, you need to stand up, you need to grab your bullhorn, you need to stand on your bully pulpit or whatever megaphone or metaphor that you need to use, and you need to be able to stand there and proclaim the worth the value, the power of your brand. Yes, you do have a brand. 
everyone does, whether you like it or not, whether you know it or not. And let's talk about some of the bullets in the show notes and in the original blog post that point out the things that make up your brand. So your brand includes, but is not limited to, your resume, your cover letter, and other career-related documents, many of which I help my clients with. Your LinkedIn profile is a big, big part of your online brand, your online presence, and along with that goes other social media and any website or other type of presence you have on the interwebs. Another piece of your brand is your networking style. How do you interact with people? What do people experience of you? Like I've talked about on previous episodes and many blog posts and articles, your brand is really the experience that people have of you either on paper, on the phone, by email, or in person. So this includes, your brand includes your network, your tribe, your community, the people that you hang out with, the people who you work with or for, the people you collaborate with. They are all part of that brand too because the people you hang with represent, in many ways, who you are. You know that saying that you're the sum total of the five people you spend the most time with? Well, that has to do with your work as well. Your work brand, your professional brand, is the sum total to some extent of the people you hang with, but also how people experience you in and outside of the workplace. Other aspects of your brand include the organizations that you choose to belong to or not belong to, the community service and volunteerism that you engage in, and I do recommend that every professional have some timely community service on their resume. So if you are not involved in any volunteer work, not involved in any type of community service, and you're out there in the job marketplace, do some volunteering. That can help you get testimonials and references from people that you work with, can help you to feel really good about yourself, and can also just add a little bit more pizzazz to your resume and to the history of who you are as a professional and as a human being. Your educational background is part of your brand. I went to University of Massachusetts at Amherst, so that's part of my brand. Some of you went to Yale, or some of you went to UC San Diego, or whatever, what have you, or Johns Hopkins. So that's part of your brand. You can talk about where you went to school. It also has to do with your personality, your style, the way that you come across. And like I said a few minutes ago, how people experience you. What kind of feeling do they walk away with? And here are some questions to ask yourself. These are in the original blog post. They are also in the show notes at nursekeith.com forward slash episode 169. Here are the questions directly from the blog post. What's the nature of my personal professional brand? How do I identify myself? What do I say about myself in my resume and LinkedIn summaries? What's my 30-second elevator pitch about who I am and what makes me tick as a nurse and a healthcare professional? How do I want to be perceived as a nursing and healthcare professional? And why do I think I'm a valuable employee? So knowing yourself and what you want to communicate about yourself is super important, and you need to be able to nail that down so that when you're sitting in a job interview, you can be milking that for all it's worth. 
And if you have an interview coming up and you want to talk with me about your brand and how to represent it or how to make your resume shine or your LinkedIn profile shine, give me a ring and we can talk about it. Now, I have said this before and I will say it again also, branding and your making the case for your expertise is about sales. I'm sorry, but it is about sales. I know a lot of you probably don't like hearing these words, branding and sales and marketplace, etc. When I'm talking about you out there in the world as a nursing professional looking for a job and creating the career that you want to have. But when you are out there writing cover letters, going to interviews, what are you selling? You are selling you. You are selling your expertise your experience, your knowledge, your history, and not just your history as a nurse. You're selling yourself as a human being, and you are selling your life experience. There's a lot more that you bring to bear on your job than just your nursing experience, though the nursing experience, of course, is paramount, and your education, etc. But your personal history and your work experience prior to nursing can have an influence on your brand and how you are perceived and how you can move the needle for yourself in the job marketplace and really make the case that you are amazing and awesome and incredible. And I know that you're amazing and awesome and incredible because you're listening to this podcast. <laughs> so you amazing and awesome and incredible person out there listening to this show right now, if you're saying, me, a salesperson? I'm not a salesperson. I'm a nurse. I don't sell used cars. I will say to you that whatever you do out there in your career to move the needle forward, to get a promotion, whatever it happens to be, my friend, it is sales. So remember what you are selling. And in a crowded job marketplace where there's really stiff competition, you need to learn how to be successful in interviews, how to successfully talk about and write about and put across who you are and what makes you tick. And that is one key, not the only key, but one key to nursing career success and making the case for your nursing expertise. So when we come back from the break, after we take a pause for the cause, we are going to talk about owning your value, giving a return on investment, and realizing that you are worth it. We'll be right back. Well, we're going to take a quick pause for the cause about how you can support The Nurse Keith Show. That's right. You can become a patron of The Nurse Keith Show, just like other listeners who value this show so much that they want to give just a little bit each month to support the work we're doing here. When you pledge, you not only get the satisfaction of helping produce and support the show, you also get some pretty cool premiums from me. So just head over to patreon.com forward slash Nurse Keith. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash Nurse Keith to read all about it. Also, please consider signing up for my newsletter over at nursekeith.com so that you can receive my bi-weekly message to you right to your inbox. And remember to leave a rating and review of The Nurse Keith Show over on Apple Podcasts and iTunes because it really helps other people find the show. So those are my sincere asks of you, dear listener. So now let's get back to The Nurse Keith Show and the subject at hand. 
And we're back. Thank you for hanging in here with Nurse Keith after the break in episode 169. Again, if you want to find the show notes, they're at nursekeith.com forward slash episode 169. So one secret to making a really strong case about your nursing expertise is to, like I say in the blog post, to identify, recognize, and own your value. That's right. You need to assess and internalize your own worth so that you can then explain it to someone else. Like I say in the blog post, if there's 56 applicants to a job, what is going to make the person interviewing you or the people interviewing you see you as standing head and shoulders above 56 other people? What is it that's going to make them think, hmm, we really want Katie to come back for another interview? Or Carl is really cool. He is amazing. He's got something special going on. We need to have him come back in and talk to the nursing director. So the first thing you need to do, this is number one, is identify it. You need to identify what's superlative about you. Now, you may be superlative at venipuncture. You may be superlative in terms of your emotional intelligence, your ability to communicate. You may be collaborative in nature. Maybe you've published some papers and been involved in some research. Maybe you were at the top of your class at Johns Hopkins. What is it that makes you superlative? What makes you the person and nurse who you are today? What I recommend is doing a 360-degree review of your career. You need to analyze. You need to compile lists of everything, your education, your certification, your training, your knowledge, your experience. And don't forget the soft skills, like I mentioned just a few minutes ago, communication, collaboration, emotional and relational intelligence. Those are just as important as the hard skills like venipuncture and catheter insertion. And oftentimes, those soft skills are the things that really make you who you are. Because, I mean, almost anyone can learn how to do venipuncture and catheter insertion. I mean, skills can be taught, skills can be learned. And granted, emotional intelligence communication can be taught and learned as well. But they are often fewer and further between in terms of the people we find who are highly skilled communicators, who are highly superlative in terms of their levels of emotional and relational intelligence. So if you can get that across to someone, if you can identify what it is about you that makes you stand out, that is what you need to be able to digest and then be able to communicate. So first, identify it. Next, you need to recognize it. And what I mean by recognize is to actually see it. So it's one thing to write down these things that you think you're good at. The other is to actually say, yes, I recognize that that is very important, that my experience, my expertise, my knowledge, my marketability, it's not just about the alphabet soup of letters after my name. It's about so much more. I need to recognize that I'm amazing. You need to really feel it. You need to internalize it. And the next step in this process after identifying it and recognizing it is, that's right, to own it. You need to own it. 
you need to take that giant step to say, I really mean this. I know this about myself and I can tell you all about it. That is so very, very important. Developing the ability to speak matter-of-factly and truthfully about your accomplishments and skills and let go of any shame, any embarrassment, any feelings that it's not okay to wave your flag. It's not okay to stand up on your soapbox and proclaim to the world that you are awesome, that you are good at this, that you are good at that, that you were a great catch for an organization and that you will give them the return on investment that they really want. Speaking of return on investment, this is a very important piece of this conversation. It is covered in detail in the blog post. There's some of this in the show notes. You may have to go to the blog post to see the whole thing. So return on investment, ROI. Businesses and corporations and Wall Street talk about ROI until they're blue in the face. You need to also understand that you need to deliver a return on investment for your new employer. Do you know why? I will tell you why. To onboard, train, and enculturate a new employee, like a new nurse, for instance, it's estimated that that can cost anywhere from $10,000 to thirty dollars or $40,000. That is an amazing amount of money, isn't it? That has to go with training, certifications, precepting, all of the time that is invested in you when you're a new employee. So you need to be able to convince yourself that everything about you is worthwhile, that you are bringing something really powerful to the table, and that you've invested in yourself, and now you want this employer to realize that you are a good investment for them. You are not going to have them spend tens of thousands onboarding and precepting you, and then you're going to skip out in three months. Well, you might skip out in three months because it's a horrible employer or a horrible culture, and that does happen. And I tell my clients not to worry. If you need to leave a job because you feel like your license is at stake, fine. Do it. Leave right away if your license is at stake. However, most employers want to know and they want to understand that you're going to stick around and your intention when you take a job is generally to stick around. You're not planning to be bullied. You're not planning to get precepted really poorly. What I want to say is that in a job interview, you have to have the presence of mind to make the case for why you're the ideal candidate. Why do they want to spend, let's say, $30,000 on you rather than the person who they're interviewed right before you walked in the door or the person they're interviewing next. You need to be able to communicate to that person across the desk from you or persons. You need to be able to say loud and clear, this is who I am. This is what I bring to the table. This is why I'm awesome. And you're not going to use those particular words, of course. You're going to do it in different language. And you're going to say, I will integrate into your culture, I will communicate, I will give back, I will contribute, and paint that picture for them of how you bring value. And if you have brought value in other milieus, in other jobs, talk about it. Did you, let's say, get involved in a committee that created new protocols and policies and procedures for your last organization? Talk about your involvement and how successful that was. Did you coordinate, let's say, a self-care day for the other nurses on your unit? Talk about that and what the nurses had to say about it. 
anything you can qualify or better yet, quantify is awesome. So if you can say, I supervised four CNAs and two LPNs over a course of 15 months, and we had a decrease by 25% in nosocomial infections, that's great. So remember, if you have quantifiable data, use it to your advantage. So in that job interview, your job is to convince them that the ROI, the return on investment for your expertise, education, knowledge, and life experience is worth their time, worth their money, and worth their energy, and you will give back in amazing ways that they can't even quite yet fathom. You are indeed the product. You're the sum total of your experiences, your expertise, etc. And you need to be able to bring that forward, communicate it clearly, and trust your own intuition to be able to communicate that, to communicate your own feeling nature, your specific, particular, idiosyncratic brand of nurseness. No one is a nurse just like you are. You are a specific, idiosyncratic individual, and you need to be able to get that across. So when you walk into an interview, or you're marketing yourself at a job fair, or you're talking with people at a conference, be willing to toot your horn. These aren't moments to be shy or modest or withholding. You need to be able to own, like I said earlier, your awesomeness. You need to be able to own what it is you bring to the table. What is it that makes you tick? What is it that makes you special? And I want you, as your homework, to go back to those questions, and I'm going to repeat them again. What's the nature of my personal and professional brand? How do I identify myself? What do I say about myself in my resume and my LinkedIn summary? What's my 30-second elevator pitch about who I am and what makes me tick? How do I want to be perceived as a nursing and healthcare professional? And why do I think I'm a valuable employee who has something amazing to contribute to the ongoing conversation and to the organization of which I would like to be a part? So this next potential chapter of your life is opening up before you, whether you're looking for a job right now, or you think you're going to be looking for a job in six months or a year or three years, you need to be able to step into that limelight and wax poetic about the investment that this potential employer might make. A little bravado goes a long way. A little bald-faced self-promotion is called for in order to advance your nursing career. Now that bravado can rub people the wrong way. It depends how you approach it. And if you're not quite sure of the way in which to go about this, then we need to have a conversation because there are plenty of strategies, psychological strategies to use in an interview and also to use in your resume and LinkedIn and elsewhere to help you understand how to market yourself. And remember, You and your experience and expertise and knowledge are the product. And that product is something that you are selling on the marketplace to someone who is looking for someone who can deliver the goods and you need to be able to specify and elucidate why you are that person. 
So be an assertive communicator about yourself. Don't be afraid to stand up. Tell it like it is. Tell them what you're all about because your future is there in front of you. That person interviewing you is a gatekeeper to that organization, to that position. And you need to be able to make the case for your expertise so that you can move forward in your career. They can bring you into their organization and you can prove to them, you can show them boots on the ground that you know how to deliver. So there you have it. Thank you for being here with me, listening to The Nurse Keith Show. I hope you feel uplifted and empowered from this episode, and I encourage you to take inspired action every day in the interest of your professional satisfaction in career development. I recommend you go back to the show notes at nursekeith.com forward slash episode 169. Go through those questions. Go through the bullet points about what makes up your brand, and then make those lists, get in touch with me, make a date to have a chat with me, and we can talk about how to brand you and how to make sure you know how to represent yourself as strongly and powerfully as you possibly can. The Nurse Keith Show is edited and produced by Tim Hollowell of thepodcastinggroup.com and his incredible team. Social media and promotion are handled by the equally wonderful Mark Cappiespeason. Please remember to check out my new podcast, Mastering Nursing. It will inspire, inform, and uplift you. You can check out that podcast and all our amazing guests at nursingdegreedatabase.com forward slash podcast. That show launches every Wednesday morning. You can hear a new guest being interviewed by yours truly every Wednesday and then catch the Nurse Keith Show every Friday. So I want you to stay positive, care for yourself and others, take inspired action in the interest of your career, and tune in again as we explore how to take your life and your career to the next level. Be well, dig deep, seek joy, and keep in touch. And adios till next time from beautiful Santa Fe, New Mexico. (laughs) 